Check, check. Check, check. The line's working. Get the headset on. See where it's going? Yeah. Right here, I'll do it. Oh, I see. You want just one of us can. Okay. You want to do it? Heck yeah. There we go. Sound good? Uh, yep. And we're live. Welcome to the Big Pal Show. Oh, actually, no, I have a new intro. Give me a sec. Hey, pal. I'm Thomas Talmadge. And today, we're live on the Big Pal Show. We're here with my dear friend Ryan, and we're going to learn about anything and everything he has ever done. That's a pretty good introduction. How's it going, Thomas? I'm doing great. You know, today we ran into a couple roadblocks getting the show, but the show never stops. That's the thing about showbiz. No, you guys came up with a great alternative, great background, great place. Terrific. Great setting. Yeah. And, you know, I think you can relate to some of the difficulties of maybe recording a podcast because you are a former Twitch streamer. I am. I am. And, yeah, so for a little introduction about Ryan, he's a former Twitch streamer, part-time DJ, and a full-time Chad. He likes to spend his time shredding the gnar, hitting the gym, and doing flips. About 30% of that is correct. <laughs> Maybe 50. <laughs> so, we're learning more about him. But back to the Twitch streamer. Sure. What made you want to try it out? So, gaming's been a huge part of my life. Uh, I grew up playing, you know, Nintendo and Super Nintendo games and the original Mario's. And then the N64 came out with, fir- you know, first-person shooters and GoldenEye and Super Smash Brothers, and, and just evolving as a kid growing up as the different consoles came out. Uh, you know, making my first Xbox Live account when Halo 2 came out back in 2004. You know, it feels like forever ago. Um, And just seeing, just being able to be a part of the gaming movement as it's gone through all of its different phases from just like the couch co-op, the couch, you know, sleepover to Xbox Live to streaming to what what it is now today. And those monumental changes just happen so like quick if you look at it like on a calendar perspective um and i think that's really cool if you had to go all time what's the best first person shooter game uh i think that the the most iconic first person games um i mean just the halo series by far um i am i mean i will forever consider halo one two and three just some of my favorite and best gaming Memories, gaming moments, uh, highlights, uh, the the hangouts, the the land parties, Xbox Live, staying up till four a.m. to play that one more Team Slayer to to right. get that you know level fifty and and just uh, and just seeing like the 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 amount of friendships that I've been able to create through Halo itself compared to any other game that I've played is astounding. I mean, I still have people now today that that I know and communicate with like they have families and kids but you know what we can always talk about Halo we can always play Halo and it it just feels like we're back in time no matter what so it's pretty cool that's awesome I completely agree some of my favorite memories with my cousins and friends was just playing Reach with on you know split screen on the 360 you know that was some of the most fun times Um, looking back trying to you know I obviously there's some nostalgia but what would you compare like gaming let's say before like 2014, compare it to now and 
how is it different and in what ways may it be better or worse? So I would say that gaming before, I would even say 2012, 2010, um, it was all about just putting in the time to get good. And, and people were, I mean, overall, generally, people were actually bad at video games. Right. And a big part of that was because they didn't have all of these outlets that they can use to get better at the game, to study strategies, watch VODs. None of that really existed. You, the only way to get better was to play and to put in the time and put in the, and, and you would just all of a sudden be playing, uh, you know, all these different skill ranges. But now you game and everyone is just cracked no matter what yeah. game it is. It, you could be, it could be like the first week of a brand new game that just got released. But because it's an iteration of, you know, like Halo Infinite, you know, it's like the sixth or seventh Halo. And, and like now people are just, they're so good. The bar is so high that gaming is, it's not so much casual anymore it's a lot more competitive and everyone wanting to be you know the best of the best and and you know make money off of it realistically everyone wants a lot of people want to try and make money off of gaming best yeah. they can so i think it changes the dynamic of why people want to game yeah i completely agree with that like i uh i remember when i got knee surgery i knew i was going to be out of commission for quite a few months and I was never super into gaming. I mean, I liked more of the sports games, so I'd play Madden. Yeah, some those of the are great UFC games. games. And just... <clears throat> All right. Some of the UFC games, and those kind of sports ones, because they're less competitive, you can just enjoy it on your own. But I kind of wanted to get into some online gaming um, so I could play with my cousins and stuff who live out of state, some buddies too. Yeah. And so I tried Warzone. Nice. I downloaded Warzone. I got into it. And because I, I did't really want to play Fortnite, you know, it's kind of it, it's a nine year olds game now from what I've heard. So I'm not, I get a, big, I'm not a Fortnite fan at all. Not at all. Yeah. So I, I got Warzone. And what I didn't know about Warzone, because Fortnite's kind of a nine year olds game. Warzone's an angry 30 year olds game. It's true. It's and true. that was a very eye opening experience and soul crushing experience as well. I'd go loot up. Actually, the first game I played, I uh, thought I was loading into solos, right? Yeah. I dropped down. It was squads, but uh, I, I guess I was trying to solo squad it. I didn't even realize. Yeah. So I dropped down, and then there's just four dudes harassing me when I'm trying to loot in a house. And, uh, yeah, I had to go to a therapist about it, everything. Man, I, uh, you know, I feel like... I feel like you're attacking me right now because I turned 30 in November and <laughs> I feel angry when I uh, get get dominated by anyone in any game. Right. So I kind of feel a little attacked, but I totally understand. <laughs> uh, but it, I mean, you're absolutely right, though. I mean, there are certain games that the dynamic is you're dealing with people in their 30s that are like that take it very seriously. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, whether or not they're good at the game is irrelevant. They they treat it like. It's, it's kind of like an ego check. <laughs> and so yeah. uh, you get punished for being a new player in right. that case. So. Am I? <laughs> but yeah, the difference now is it's just way more competitive it's way more online you can play on your own you know you don't have two buddies in the same room playing together as well just you know the internet's better um and yeah it's turned into a business uh you tried testing some of the waters on that with your twitch stream yeah sure did. um so how long did you do that 
So I I started streaming, I don't know, probably f five or six years ago, maybe a little longer than that. Uh, I I streamed pretty pretty consistently. I played a game from the early 2000s. I played Diablo 2. Um, it's a very small amount of audience members. You know, not a lot of people search Diablo 2 right now that there's Diablo 4 out now, right. of course. But it, you know, I don't talk about that. <laughs> but uh, Diablo 2. Because it had such a small audience, you you ran across the same people and a lot of the different Diablo two content creators on Twitch, um, and you know I I just did my best to try and to be myself, to be different from everyone else, to try and be um, to try and be a, a just a place you could leave on on you know because the game itself is not something that you just like you're sitting there watching every moment. It's more of like you're there for the hype moments. Because I mean, Diablo 2 was a game that uh, that kind of revolutionized ARPGs in terms of like you know drop tables and loot and the dopamine that you get from seeing these super rare things drop. And after putting in, you know, you could put in an hour and see one thing, or you could put in 500 hours and see nothing. And just like those, that range of like randomness was so hype. And being as a viewer and as someone that plays the game all the time, you would it was it was kind of like a hold your breath moment for everyone involved and everyone's just kind of waiting but it, the the game itself though is incredible and I just you know I I wanted to just be I wanted to just be the not the best streamer because I mean there's no like best or bad I just wanted to be a, a good place to, for people to good place for people to chill and just and be a part of hype moments that a part of the moments that I you know, found really exciting and, and get to share it with other people. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, um, you know, people will turn back to like old things because they do feel comfortable, you know? So that's like true. with nostalgia and stuff like, um, recently some of my favorite YouTubers that I used to watch when I was uh, in middle school, um, Smosh, I don't know if you ever heard about them, sure. but they finally got back together. So, um, going back watching those videos and be able being able to kind of relive some of those moments I really enjoyed yeah. is awesome so you know looking back and playing an older game uh, just because it's an older game doesn't mean it's a bad game no absolutely not I think some of the best games that exist even in today's market with all of these brand new games coming out every six months or a year some of the best games that have ever been created were from 20 years ago 30 I would say 20 years ago now it's 2023 but um it just I, I don't think that the time of a game release is what dictates a good game. I think that it's replayability, it's connection with the with the story or or uh, just how fun you how much fun you have while playing it. And and it could be a solo experience, it could be a group experience. But uh, but yeah, I I definitely I don't think old games are bad. I think old games right. and it's not even from a nostalgia point of view, it's it's just the quality of games back then were meant to be enjoyed. They were not. They were not milked for you know trying to get people's wallets for that fifteen dollar cosmetic so you can have a different yeah. hat on or 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 twenty five dollar skin so you have a different gun skin. It's like those things just like don't matter. That's not gameplay. That's yeah. that's like that's stuff that just that that can help with you know making it the game your own. But when everybody buys it. You know, it's just like, is, is it really you or unique at all? No, it, it, it's not that. It 
it's just not the same. Um, I think that going back to the older games, you realize some of the better aspects of it, and then you start to appreciate those much more than just playing the most recent new game. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And I think one difference, you know, key difference between that kind of era and this modern era for games is just the saturation too. Sure. Right? They were, I think, you know, then like we'd see releases like Skyrim and all these like kind of monumental like game-changing games, if you want to call it. Because they weren't trying to copy anything. They were pioneering games. And today we'll see like, you know, if Bethesda is uh, making another open world game, like it almost feels like it's been done before. And they're uh, just, you know, they, they'll, they'll make a trailer too soon and then they'll have to push the date back of release. It's true. That and happened a lot. Whatever, and then it gets overhyped to the point where once the game's here, uh, it's not enjoyed. And I think you'd see with, you know, older games, they would kind of just release it. People would play it and then love it. Yeah, I think th- I think that that was, um, I think that you're absolutely right. I think that there, there is too much information regarding these early releases, like, like you said, these trailers, these beta tests. Um, and then, you know, companies are under a lot of pressure to release on certain days to try and, you know, beat the other games that are coming out that year. And then there's there's just these unfinished products, and a big part of that is because they, they want to be these these live games that are constantly updated, right? New content, new things every couple of months, six months, seasons, whatever. But what that does is it, it makes the original base game just like a shell of what the game could have been if it was developed properly. Um, and then also I think that I think gamers now are extremely critical f- to the point to where um, even if a game it comes out that's good, they they try to f- nitpick a, on every small or big detail and try to just you know tear it down before they even give it a chance. And that can be seen on Twitch, that can be seen on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Right. And um, I don't I I mean I just remember when like and this will kind of date me, but I remember when Halo 2 came out, right? The, everyone was hyped about it because it was an, a new Halo. Like, that was so, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when that game got released, people were going to midnight releases. People were going, like, camping out of GameStops and Best Buys or whatever. Like, just, like, wherever I can go to get the game. And uh, I think that, I, I just compare, like, that kind of environment and hype compared to now where it's just like you see a trailer and like that game just kind of looks meh it just it doesn't look like something i'm gonna enjoy it or and, and it makes it people makes gaming now kind of difficult yeah it was like maybe i'll get it if it comes to game pass or something that's true yeah you know there's no more like <clears throat> going to uh gamestop or whatever it is and buying the cd you know you can just download it online when it goes on sale yep. or um, you, you can just kind of run it even with cloud gaming stuff now too. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to true. download anything. So yeah, that's, that's definitely a difference. So describe like, um, kind of the growth you experienced while doing Twitch. Uh, did you find some success or, um, you know, kind of that overall experience just that side of things? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So I think that, uh, my personal experience with, with Twitch and streaming was I created a, you know, a pretty, pretty consistent and small community of people that that just enjoyed coming in asking me about you know stuff about my real life but also being able to get to know them on kind of like on a one-on-one level and just like even though they're they're people that 
I might not necessarily see in real life. I feel like I know them and like I would consider them friends, right? Like the, that was the, because of the game that I was playing because of a small audience, I was able to really get to know all of my viewers. Um, and I think that over time, did I grow as much as I thought I would in the amount of time that I invested? No, but I think that's okay. I think that, uh, I think that I, I, I enjoyed the time that I put in, and then the reason why I stopped streaming is just because I kind of hit a wall with just with streaming gaming. Like, there's a difference between gaming when you're not streaming and when you have to stream every day, and it starts to feel like a chore or a job or more like. Um, like, how do I make this fresh? How do I make it entertaining for people? And I just kind of hit a wall personally. And I, okay. I don't think that it's, I didn't think it was kind of, I didn't think it was worth the time anymore. And that's kind of what happened. Like it, it started off really strong to where it was able to small build a small community, but then it just kind of, my personal was just like, you know, I, I kind of want to just go back to casually gaming and just let it be, um, I just let it be a, a me thing or like the people that I game with kind of thing rather than just like I, or I need to entertain I need to right. I need to put on a show for people so it, it just kind of shifted over the over that time frame yeah and you'll see creators musicians whatever it is um, they'll blow up that way where they're just kind of having fun with it yeah or they really want that like they're driving for the success going super hard I think those are the two ways you kind of see it come but once they get that success or they start having to turn it into a job uh the quality um the quality will improve like monetarily wise but um as far as like them like what you were looking at isn't there anymore yeah and it's it's kind of hard to explain but you'll be able to see it um in different creators and yeah that's a tough roadblock um to run into well i, I think that some of the top content creators on no matter what game it is um I think that they find like their niche. They find right. what is interesting for viewers. They and they they just ham it up and they make it they make it a a running gag or whatever. And it brings people back because they want to see, you know, maybe that running gag or or that you know that crazy reaction or whatever. In so many different scenarios of what they're doing, and um, I think that for me it was I just kind of ran out of ideas realistically I yeah. just uh, and but I applaud those that can that can stick with it and do it consistently no matter what they're playing mm-hmm. um, I just I think that for me um, just the, the game choice that I picked to try and stream because it was a small group um, there wasn't a lot of growth potential and I knew that and right. I was okay with that but uh, I think that I think that streaming is it's good and bad, but I think for me it was it was a awesome experience. I I don't think negatively about it, but I do know that some days I was kind of you know I wasn't feeling it, and I could tell, and it, and it definitely ruined the stream right. environment and and just like the 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 overall vibe of the of the stream, and that kind of that you know that that shows to people, and mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah I think. I, I like I said I applaud people that can come up with new content all the time. It's it's hard. It's yeah. it's it's a lot of thought and a lot of work. Yeah. So are you completely retired, or do you will you still do it from time to time? <laughs> or uh? Uh, I uh, my brother wants me to to stream what I play now. I'm playing PUBG right now, right. and uh, 
you know, that game's been out five or six years, and and it's it's cheesy. It's 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 um, kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a bad game, but it it's got a, it's got its charm, you yeah. know. And I I love the game because it's perfect for my old man reflexes. Realistically, yeah. I can't keep up with the movement anymore, and in these in these fast paced uh battle royales but um but you know i i think i think about it sometimes i do i i think i could pick it back up but i would have to honestly have to start from scratch because i think i don't think my viewership was based off of like multi-game viewership Mm -hmm. it was very much diablo only if i streamed anything else even with that small community built viewership just kind of tanked you know yeah so uh (coughs) I think from a viewership standpoint, it would reset, but, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think that that's interesting. One thing I noticed like with Warzone, I don't know if you see this a lot with PUBG, but, um, a lot of ways people get viewership on YouTube and other platforms is like commentary, kind of like almost like a coach. Like I was watching some Warzone videos. This guy was, he would just watch other people playing, kind of point out what they're doing good, what they're doing bad. So if if you are thinking about making content, that might be the move for PUBG. <laughs> Commentary right? would be fun. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that PUBG or or just any battle royale where there's just really stupid circumstances or yeah. like things that you can do to your team or to yourself uh, can can really be funny to to uh, put in put like an in an announcer kind of format and. Uh, or just even commenting on your own gameplay and just like going over VODs and just saying like, yeah. I'm an idiot for doing this. Um, I, I mean, just f- for an example, like I was playing uh, playing duos with my brother and we're driving, you know, to the safe zone. And all of a sudden we pass like this bear pit that I didn't know existed on the map. And I just fell straight down <laughs> face first in right. the car. And there's two guys hanging out with the, this polar bear that isn't attacking them, but it pushes us and they just kill us within five seconds. And it's like, what just happened? Like, yeah, exactly. We just, I mean, and those kind of moments, uh, I think that those moments are, are, are funny. I, 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 I mean, I, do I get upset? Absolutely not. Like I just, yeah. there's no reason to, I, I mean, gaming is supposed to be fun. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think that, I think that's, definitely worth uh, looking into yeah and I think that type of content is great just not with gaming something I'm thinking about uh, getting into is just getting me and a couple of my buddies Um, obviously we're gonna keep doing the podcast because I just love doing it but like and just reacting to different kinds of videos like I don't know if you've ever watched like Jubilee videos or like some like vice videos like just just give some commentary to that and especially with gaming like um, some people just you know the pressure is too much sometimes so they like to watch other people do it or um, just that commentary, and um, even with life, like you'll see, like with Vice stuff, uh, like there's tons of commentary videos around that type of stuff or Jubilee, because it's like just cool to hear different perspectives, and that's why I think podcasting's so huge, because no one really talks to each other anymore, honestly. It's true, <laughs> unless it's through a screen. So yeah, just that that uh, that's that's just some cool ways that I think we can unite people, and I think in these times that's really important something we definitely need i agree i do agree with you i do i do think that uh you know there there is a large amount of viewership that people don't actually play the game that they're watching yeah uh they they simply are there for the content creators opinions or thoughts or or their reactions to what's happening um and i think that uh you know i i 
I do agree with you. I do think that people have a hard time with communicating in person. I think that yeah. that's definitely a struggle. And, uh, but, you know, I, I think gaming is a, is a perfect avenue f- to break the ice, but I do think that, like I said before, friendships can definitely blossom from gaming and then just be making it a reality and not just, not just through a screen as you, yeah, as you put in. For sure. So with all these different, you know, creator platforms now, I mean, we, we had the original, which is like YouTube and yeah. all these, you know, different streaming platforms, uh, TikTok, shorts, anything, um, what do you think is the best one to be on right now? I think right now is TikTok and YouTube, hundred um, percent. I think that while Twitch does have a monopoly over gaming and gaming streaming, um, I do think that in terms of content, YouTube and TikTok is the way. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's more accessible. More people are on it. Um, and people, people's attention span is a lot less. You know, the people just want that short snippet, that that five second, ten second clip yeah. of something. And um, and even YouTube videos, nobody really wants to sit through a, through a super long video anymore. They yeah. just they want it to be to the point. To, and uh, and I think that yeah, those definitely those two. What do you think? What do you think is the best? I don't know. I think um, TikTok is definitely up there for sure. Um, and YouTube is now, but I don't know how long that will last because you're seeing more and more censorship, people leaving YouTube yeah. and that's a real struggle. Um, I don't think Rumble's ever going to, you know, get up there, you know, as much as people are joining it. Um, I think where it's going to head is going to be a direction of a hybrid of social media and YouTube. Um, whether that's kind of the new Twitter thing we have or like, something kind of like that, a new platform. And I think that's the direction it's going to go into where you kind of have, you can have shorts or reels, um, full videos, and then social media just all in one space. Um, I think that's where it's going. Maybe YouTube will kind of turn their platform into that or, but I think that's the future. I, I agree. And I, I think that, um, I think, I think the number one reason why these things are failing is censorship, to be honest. I think yeah. that, um, I think that it it just all all that does is just push people away from wanting to use that platform right. for their content and it just promotes other things that allow people to post what they what they want and uh whether or not that's through YouTube or TikTok or Twitter or whatever um just whatever it can, can obviously I mean obviously there's boundaries with with censorship that are okay but like when when you're just like trying to make a point about gaming or, or whatever content and then it's just being cut because you offended a moderator right. it's like well is that really fair you know mm-hmm. for in terms of from a content perspective is that fair yeah well no it's not so yeah and i think there should be more things where it's a portal for um the creator to self-censor in some way so yeah, like i agree obviously if you're making a video and you want to not have comments on it obviously that should be a thing and um but I don't think it should be um, a person or uh, AI to be deciphering what uh, gets the green light and what doesn't, you know, in content. I do. I, I agree. I think that uh, I think every situation needs to have uh, the correct amount of moderation and not just right. have one person have the power over everything. Um, I do think that 
I think that Twitch struggles from that too with yeah. in terms of censorship. I think that the a lot of the streams that get promoted now are not even gaming related, yeah. which is really sad because the whole draw about Twitch was was I, I go there to watch games, but yet you know you go there and the top ten streams are like not gaming related Kai at Senate all. Kai or Speed, or yeah, whatever. or just whatever, whatever yeah. it is, and it's it's just kind of or it's just like promoting you know not not safe for work content on other sites you know what i mean yeah. like it's just like not what its purpose is anymore mm-hmm. and uh i you know i i definitely see that uh, and that's i think that's a problem i don't i don't think that's yeah. a i don't think that's a good thing <laughs> yeah and that's interesting to think about because I, I'm I'm someone who actually enjoys those styles of streams on Twitch. So I I watch oh you do yeah, yeah? I, oh so what kind of streams do you like when you go to Twitch? Um, I I like uh, I don't know if you know who Speed is. Um, he he's funny. He's just and then Kai Senate. They do like a lot of reaction stuff, just funny kind of short clips. And that's what their content is. I think main for it. They found the algorithm where like they'll do streams, but yeah. everything's clipped. And it's put on TikTok. So I don't even go really on Twitch to watch yeah, streams. Yeah, right. Because you go to those more, like, honestly, those shorter. Because do, do you really want to sit through an eight and a half hour stream yeah, to see, exactly. like, two things? Right. No. And, and I mean, you don't, you're not leaving a stream on for eight and a half hours and just, like, kind of listening to it, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you just want those moments. And right. so, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, I definitely understand. And I... And I think that they they nailed it. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know the direction where anything has where whether it's a merger thing or it just gets too oversaturated and crashes. I hope not, but that's that's always a possibility, I guess. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, transitioning out of gaming for a little bit and sure. stuff. Uh, some of the other aspects. Um, so you you do DJing. I do. Yeah. yeah. On weekends. Um, so I gotta ask. What is your least favorite song? Or just get, shoot some out. Maybe not your least oh, favorite. Oh, man. But. Okay. So uh, I might get some hate for this. Um, I really don't like Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Yeah. I think that song sucks. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't even mind Journey as a band. I just right. think that song alone, I cannot stand it. But yeah, it gets requested probably 95% of the events that I do. Um, I would say other songs that I can't stand. Uh, man, um, probably like "Whippin' Nene" is pretty bad. Yeah. And there was that phase when that came out, and and all you know, every mm. school, every a lot of weddings wanted it, and it was just like this song just sucks. Like it's not fun. And people don't want to do it for more than like 10 seconds, you know, goes back to that, like, uh, you know, short snippets is good for the attention span. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, there, there's, there, are, there are a lot more songs, but honestly, yeah. I, <laughs> rattling them off, I might just sound kind of, kind of <laughs> petty, you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so mystic or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like that, you know, yeah. I, I, I definitely do think that there is some terribly overplayed music. So yeah, yeah. Going off that, do you have a whip and do you have a nene? I do. Yeah, you know, I I had to practice best I could. I got to keep up with the youngsters, you know. I think this might be your time to shine for the camera. You want me to whip? Let's a nene? see the whip and the nene. whip and nene on oh. camera. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. I, I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you. How about that? Okay. Are we with the mic or without? Without. We can set them down. too bad so i feel old just doing that so for all those who are just listening audio only on spotify or apple Podcasts, um if it's not on here by now it will be soon we just uh performed the whiff and nene and did did our best and yeah as hours of practice uh blood sweat and tears went into (laughs) perfecting the whiff and nene for both of us i think (laughs) yeah uh yeah like like i said but when you're behind the table and you're playing all these songs that people are wanting, you kind of have to yeah. get into it a little bit. And so, you know, during, those, during that year or two when that song was popular, I had to do it. And just going back to Don't Stop Believing, too. Like, I think the message of that song is slightly misleading, too. Oh, you do? You know? Yeah. Like, like <clears throat> I wish I wouldn't have heard that song before I learned about Santa Claus. Why, why is that? You know, because... I was in denial for a long time when I learned about, I know this might be a controversial take, but Santa Claus not being real. What? I know. Who told you that? My own parents. Your parents did? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. And I've never been the same, quite frankly. And sometimes I hear that song and it just makes me want to believe again. Well, you got to just take those, those words straight to heart. You know, don't stop. Believe it, yeah. you know. When did they tell you? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. That's awful. I know. I and I think about it every night. So like you're just going to the mall and you're just like I'm just sitting on some stranger's lap now. It's not even Santa. Yeah, and when you know that, it feels really creepy. Yeah. The whole idea of it just. Man. Isn't so Christmassy anymore. No, it feels <laughs> feels kind of weird. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Do you need a hug? Do you, do you, do you, do you need a? Yeah, let's. You let's need hug a bond. It's okay. It's okay. Just move the mouse. That should be good. He's got to type it in. How we doing so far? Still rolling? All right. Perfect. Okay. Slight technical difficulties, but we're back. Um, we don't have any sponsors yet, but um, if you want to sponsor us, contact me, please. Yeah, we uh, we 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 love fast food. Right. Uh, we love uh, Mountain Dew. So you know. If you're listening, hit us up. We will love whatever product you have. Oh, that's true. <laughs> We're not picky. We're not picky. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, back to it. Music. Music, DJ. Overplay. Overplay. Bad dance moves. Terrible dance moves. What let's, is, be, let's be honest. What is one dance move that's just so iconic that it will never be bad? Uh, I think I think there's a couple, actually. Um, I think, uh, you know, for us old school 
people as the uh, Crip Walk, Sea Walk. Yeah. Uh, to hip hop stuff. I I mean that'll th- forever be be freaking awesome to do. Uh, I think that if you can pull it off and you can do it well, I think that the moonwalk right. is a, is a great move. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, besides like that, I mean, I love, I love pop and lock. I think that that's a super, uh, interactive dance style. And I think that it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to do and it's a lot of fun to watch. And I think that that's, yeah, I think that the yeah. things like that is good. All these awesome dance moves, you know, like you said, the, the sea walk, you know, popping, walking, just all the moonwalk, all that stuff. I just haven't been able to do since my surgery. I wasn't able to do it before either, but <laughs> it just creates quite the problem at a dance, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I understand that, you know, I, but it's never too late to learn. You know, I yeah. think, I think if you really put your back into it, you could, you could get it, you know? Yeah. And that's why, you know, I, I sometimes I miss those old days because I'll be going to a dance and, you know, I'm hoping to see maybe like some cool moves like that. And everyone's just hitting the ice spice. Can you show me what that is? <clears throat> I don't think I'll be able to air if I showed it. The camera's not ready. Oh, the camera's not ready. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> gotcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if someone wants to pay me $5 a month, maybe. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah. So if, if you can't do it, how would you describe the dance move? Every product, provocative dance you could ever imagine combined into one. That's a lot of provocativeness. <laughs> Does it's it get the people going? Um, I don't know. It's just concerning the amount of dudes that are good at it. Oh. Yeah. Well, why would why would all the dudes be good at it? That's the that's the question I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me. Yes. Oh well, that's a good question. Um, probably because they want to you know assert dominance. You know, assert dominance. They want to make sure that the the fellas in the room. That you know, they're not the only ones. Yeah. That uh, got the spice. Got the spice. With you the know. ice. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- think yeah. I think mm. it, I think it's literally just a dominance thing. I couldn't have said it better myself. And you know, it's just great that here at the Big Pal Show, we're talking about what's really important. Um, it's awesome. It's That's awesome. a that is you know that is a crucial topic point. I yes. think every podcast should talk about why are dudes so good. At, at doing, that, yeah. at doing ice spice, because I don't think I've ever even seen a girl do it at a dance. It's only been dudes doing it. It's only, but yeah, and it's usually like a circle of dudes, and then, and then like one run, run in the middle. Yeah, and then everyone just takes turns doing ice spice. Ice spice, just ice spice, ice spice. Yeah, and then they're they're doing it to like "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. It's like, yeah. guys, what are you doing? At it's like, do- yo, this is a slow song. Yeah, like, this is Louis Armstrong. Yeah. you know. <laughs> Why are we doing this right now? Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a good answer for it other than, like I said, that dominance. You yeah, know, they gotta set, they gotta set that bar high for, uh, for the ladies. Be like, if you can't do it better than my boy here, then, yeah. 
don't even bother. Don't even bother showing up. Don't even tell me your name. Yeah, you know? like I'm trying to see skies of blue, <laughs> not you. Ooh, yeah. That's, doing the ice bucks. That's good. I right, like that. Right. That's good. But yeah, man, it's, it's crazy culture nowadays. What's going on? You know, just everyone doing everything. It's like, and I think, um, do you think the internet makes it feel like humans are weirder than they actually are because the outliers are up front? Or is it just releasing the inner weirdness that been perceived as normal people before? That interesting question. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I think that everybody is everybody's a little weird in their own way, right? And right. then now that there's so many avenues and platforms to express that, we are we're honestly seeing a lot of commonality. Like, mm-hmm. how many times on TikTok are you on where you're like where scenarios showing up of like. You know, one of my favorites is like when it's like uh, POV, your mom is uh, is having guests over and then like they freak out about the upstairs closet that they're not even going to go in. Yeah. This has to be pitch perfect <laughs> yeah, clean. Yeah. Like you need to vacuum it, wipe it with toothpaste, whatever. And you're just like, they're not even going to come in here. And, you know, and then uh, all the comments are just like, wow, my mom did that too. Wow, my mom did that too. So I think that... Uh, I think that it because I don't think it's outliers are out front. I think is I think we're all just realizing how yeah. similar we all really are, no matter where we're at in the world. Um, and I th- I think that's I think that's pretty cool. I, I mean, yeah. or bad depending on what it is. Yeah, but, who it is. But well. uh, but yeah, I think I think it's okay. I think it's okay to see that a lot of us are a lot more common, have more in common than we realize. Yeah, and I think my favorite one of those, now that you're bringing it up, <laughs> is uh, I saw one It was, like, talking about, like, uh, four-year-old me, like, sitting on the toilet gaining sentience. And, oh. And I have a specific moment where I'm just, like... Where you where you realize, like, I, your identity. Like, yeah, who am I? I'm a human. I exist. Yeah. And I am meant to start the Big Pal Show. Oh, you yeah. oh, you learned that at four, huh? Yeah, so make sure you guys subscribe, like, whatever you're seeing this yes, on. please. absolutely. Um, I don't want your money, but if you got it, bring it. <laughs> um, Lots of it, please. <laughs> yeah, please come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's great. I think I think it's like everyone, you know, back in the day, if you didn't fit in, you just didn't fit in. And now maybe the internet can kind of be a way where you feel like you can belong somewhere. Yeah, uh, I do. I do think that in, you know there are a lot of communities that exist and whether or not they're they're good or bad i mean that's i don't know but uh i do th- i do know that there's there's a thing for everything um and may- maybe some people need that but i do think that you know they also need that that real life connection right. and not just not just being like an online you know subreddit or or just like an, a discord community or whatever it might be I mean that th- those things are okay to have, but it's also important to have something that you can, you know, be in the same room with, literally, yeah. not just, you know, not through a voice chat. Yeah, I don't want to count the amount of times where I've been talking to a girl over the phone or something, and then we see each other in person and we just walk right past each other. It's like the so most, you don't even know each other. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it's so awkward, and um, that's kind of transitioning into. <laughs> Our next topic. Oh, yeah, okay. actually. All right, so we're gonna. All right, so we're getting ignored <laughs> by women. Perfect. All right, what's yeah. our next topic? Boom. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we actually we we have people. Uh, if you're watching this, 
DM us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, whatever you want. Just give some good questions and we'll answer them uh, to the best of our ability. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll always be here. I have some, I'll have some reoccurring guests. I'll have new guests. Uh, everything you guys will want is on the Big Pal Show. But um, one of our questions uh, was from a younger fella. And okay. he was asking about just how to get women. How to get women. Yeah. Um, I think the first step, you know, I'll start it off. You keep it going. Okay. All right. All right. Is to be interested in women. So what, so what do you mean by that? Um, you have to want something to want to get it. You have to want something to want to get it. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want? Women. So you want women, so that's how you're gonna get it. That's the first step. That's the first step. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's a good, that's a great first step. I think the second thing is uh, you gotta be at least six two. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, if you're less than that, I'm sorry, it just doesn't work. Yeah. If that's true, so be six two. Uh, another thing I would recommend, um, it, it it'll help you just a little bit um, when talking to uh, females, women. Make like 400K a year. Minimum. Easy, yeah. f- Just an easy second step to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be in the right direction, um, you know, to get some answers to them DMs, folks. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think the I think that the second that you leave high school, right, you should already be making, a, you know, 200 grand easy. Yeah. And then you graduate college, you have five businesses, mm-hmm. you own a yacht, no right, problem. Right, right. Uh, and if you can, if you could just make those easy steps and just yeah. like, you know, want it. I want a yacht. I want 400 K a year. Mm-hmm. You can get it, you know, just, yeah. you just got to do it. Yeah. And then, um, another great skill is just have a vote in Switzerland and evade taxes. Also a good point. Yeah. But whatever you can do to evade the, the tax system, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. If you want it, do it. Then, you know, right. it goes just, it, I feel like the, the steps to success is just go back to step one. Right. Exactly. So if you boys want it, just open a couple of crypto mines, get rich. Yeah. Uh, go back in time uh, when Bitcoin was, yeah. you know, a quarter for a, for one coin. And then, yeah, just buy as much of it as you can and you'll be fine. It'll be all right. Um, and or get a money tree, actually. Um, if you guys uh, want, if the demand's high enough, we'll start selling them on our website eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'll be sure to pick up a few of them on my way out of this podcast for sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, just, that's just how it's done. Yeah, I, I think. Agree. I mean, you got to be confident a little bit. I think that's key. I think uh, you have to, you know, you have to tell, you have to tell them what they want to hear too. I know that sounds kind of bad, but yeah. Yeah. I think they, I think if you uh, try to just be yourself, that don't work. Hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> shoot <laughs> that explains a lot of th- a lot yeah. yeah man and that's why <laughs> when i go to sleep at night we're, we're just gonna cut that part right no. we're gonna clip it <laughs> even better <laughs> uh no i think people say be yourself but if you aren't uh, at a point, let's put it this way. If you 
if like if you're looking a girl looking for a girl a girlfriend because there's like a piece of you that you feel like is missing yeah and you are looking for a girl that have that fulfillment it's not going to make things any better you have to if you're not happy on your own you're not going to be happy with someone else that's true. You shouldn't rely right. on your partner for happiness. If if you if you're happy and you can share your happiness with them, that uh, that would that just makes the bond stronger for sure. And I think looking for that kind of thinking someone else will solve your problems will kind of give off like maybe like some codependency. Yeah, some desperation. Desperation. And then, yep. You know, if you have that, people aren't going to be interested in you. That's true. So I say just you know start off. Work on yourself and just kind of, you know, maybe that's getting to shape physically, <clears throat> just organizing your life a little bit. Yeah. And I think those are the best, like on a real note, other than having a giant crypto mine, being friends with Dan Blazarian, um, just those basic things, you know, to having success when it finds to when it comes to dating life. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, yeah. Besides those basic things, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think you're right. I think you're right. What's your favorite dog? Favorite dog? Yeah. Golden Retriever. Okay. Uh, I th- I think that they're the best dog, honestly. You know, me personally, I think I'd have to go Oscar Mayer. Oscar, like the hot dog? It's the best dog on the market. Ooh. I could go for a nice wiener right now. Yeah. Clip that. <laughs> Just <laughs> You know, I think I'd like brats, but I just can't afford them. Why is that? Well, because you guys aren't subscribing. Oh, good point. <laughs> I love my fans. The most loyal fan base there is. But guys, I need a bratwurst every once in a while. Yeah, you just need, a, you just need one thrown right in your yeah. face. Just, yeah. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> what would you say is the most underrated animal that you could use for transportation rhinoceros rhinoceros yeah i think uh if you you go on a rhino like nothing can stop you you know not even a car right literally who's gonna drive into a rhinoceros nobody so you literally will have right away no matter what so what would your uh method of riding a rhinoceros be what would your approach be would you just hop on it kind of giddy up slap his butt or would you maybe hang some food in front of his face so it kind of follows the food? Uh, a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. uh, I think you need to. I think that rhino needs a nice little reminder that they're wanted. So you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think everyone feels like a rhino sometimes. Yeah, I I feel like a rhino sometimes. So you know, if you haven't texted one of your friends in a while, man, just say hi. Just yeah. that genuine act of kindness. You know, it can change someone's good point. day. Yeah, that's a good point. And slap them on the butt a little bit. It'll help. With consent, obviously. Um, yes. You know, the U.S. already has, like, the highest in, uh, rates of incarcerated, whatever, incarcerated people. So let's... For, let's, for butt slapping? For anything. Oh, for Incarceration anything. rates... For just everything. Per capita, I think gotcha. we're up there, so... Maybe let's not encourage any more. Oh, that's true. But also, like, follow your dreams, folks. If you want it, you can get it. Yeah. Start a crypto mine, guys. It's That's <laughs> where it's at. You know, I think... 
looking at Logan Paul, he's a great influencer that's popular, whether you like him or not. Um, you know, and I aspire to be like him as far as like his decisions with cryptocurrency and how he sold it to his fans and then kept all the money for himself. That's really, uh, that is a, it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, like, are you trying to emulate that best you can? Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, then he told him he didn't have the money to pay him back for some weird reason. And so then he dropped $5 million on Pokemon cards. And that's, that's just what I look for when I'm looking for someone to look up to. Yeah. When I want the younger generation to be molded by is, you know, someone who does that. Yeah. Just totally swindles people that look up to him and then yeah. just completely just robs it's them. Great. Blind. Yeah. You know? And so here at the Big Pal Show. We won't swindle you, I promise. Absolutely not. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe. You know, we have threads, too. Uh, I don't know if anyone actually uses that, but run it up. Yeah, you know, I've seen a bunch of ads for uh, for threads pop up on just yeah. Instagram, and maybe it blows up, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Who knows? But, you know, you, know you, you never you never know what the next big thing is going to be, so you might as well jump in while it's, while it's still starting up, you know? Yeah. So... I think as we wrap up tonight, I'm going to just hit you with some rapid fire questions. Okay. And I just want what word answers. Okay. Um, and we'll just see how it, you know, kind of how it comes out, you know? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Um, so first off, favorite car? Lamborghini. Uh, dream color for your house? Blue. Um, favorite sport? Soccer. Most underrated uh, film genre? Rom-com. Opinion on racism in Lego City. Repeat that one more time. <laughs> Opinion on racism in Lego City. In Lego City? Yes. No idea. One word, man. Oh. Unclear. Perfect. Got him. <laughs> Who do you think would win it pound for pound? What is the best side food? You can use more than one word. Oh, uh, best side food, nachos. Nachos, yeah. Because you can literally put anything on them. Right. Uh, and, I mean, have you ever had, like, fried ice cream on nachos with, like, caramel drizzle? No, but it sounds good. Freaking good, man. Like when they, yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Nachos. Nachos. And I think that's probably... Uh, you know, that's directly correlated with Jack Black's success in his career. Why is that? Nacho Libre. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And so I think that can be a lesson for us to learn. Just, you know, eat more nachos, guys. Nachos is the way. Is the way. Yeah. And I think as we wrap up, you know, the message of today is to no matter what roadblocks you hit, just keep trying, you know, just keep going after them. Keep going after your goals. Yeah. You know? 100%. If you want to scam all your fans in a crypto scandal, do it. Get out there. You know, if you want <laughs> to pull a Stevie Wonder and blindfold yourself and drive 100 miles an hour down the highway. Don't do it. Don't do no. that. Okay. No, 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 don't. Dude, I don't was giving you the alley oop. Oh, oh I, I had to. Well, you, you literally handed me a burning, <laughs> a burning book. Just like okay. here you go. Right. And what am I supposed to do with that? 
you know, I think it might be getting late. I think this Agua's just getting into my system, messing with my brain a little bit. And I just want to take the time to thank the fans for watching the Big Pal Show. And thank Ryan for being a guest on it. Thank you for, uh, thank you for interviewing me. Appreciate it. And, guys, let us know if you want him back on. Uh, we already have a couple of reoccurring guests that I think might have to make a comeback. Um, and, yeah, let us know, guys, if what type of content you want to see, how you want to see it. Um, you know, hit me with anything. Tell me if you think Anakin is more powerful than Luke Skywalker, vice versa. Yes. You know, just just let me know. But thank you again. Make sure to go check it out. Subscribe to the Big Power Show YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, uh, TikTok. We got Apple Podcasts, Spotify coming soon, if not out already. Everything you could need. Uh, we got link trees everywhere. Just go find it. Thanks again. I'm Thomas Talmadge. This is Ryan. We're Thanks. signing out. Thanks for having me.